0: Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin. How are you guys? Another week. It's almost Labor Day weekend. And that used to be the start of school for us. But, you know, I think I discussed this already. Kids are already back in school. And I think all kids are back in school now. (sighs) It's just crazy times. Crazy times. I just feel like, I mean, I don't even have kids, but I just feel like there's such a shift when like all the kids go back to school. Like things just, Feel different. I don't know. And I got to tell you, Orange County, it is hot. The next 10 days are going to be real rough. I mean, we're talking like 90s and into the hundreds. I don't know what's going on, but I don't think I'm ready for it. And it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. And I always tell you, I got a Luca story for you guys like every week. And, you know, this is just no, this week is no different, but. I do love my dog very much. He does cause me a lot of stress. A lot of just stress is really the only way to put it. Today, we had to go to the vet because I think he might have some kind of kidney infection or something. So we had to do some blood work and urine analysis and all that stuff. But I got to tell you, this dog of mine, I mean, I... I do love him. He's just, he's so sweet, but he just, you know, it's his past. His past had it's just, I've talked about how he burns bridges and he just burns them and burns them and he lights them on fire. And it's just crazy. And, you know, I just, I can't even bring him anywhere anymore. Actually, I'm kidding. I can, but I have to just be careful because he has, he has triggers. And I found another trigger the other night where, couldn't sleep. And it was like two o'clock in the morning and I'm watching Seinfeld. I don't know if you guys watch Seinfeld, but you should, if you haven't, because it's the best show. And they were, it was the Nazi episode where George and Jerry were pretending to be people and they, they were in a limo and they found out that they were like David Duke supporters or something like that. It was awful. But anyways, the person, they finally figured out that they weren't who they said they were. And so then they had a gun to them and Luca like jumped up and like rested his paws on my dresser so he could get closer to the television. And he totally barked. And Luca's not a big barker. He just, I mean, he doesn't bark unless like he is like like scared or you know what I mean, or whatever. But he doesn't like bark at really like people walking by or. Like, he just rarely barks at my apartment. My other dog will bark, but Luca doesn't. Anyways, I mean, he barked at seeing this gun and the gun didn't even go off. They just had it. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we found another trigger of his. So I just wish I could get inside his brain and just like, or maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I really want to know how bad things were for him before I got to him. But Geez, Louise, it's just it's just so crazy. This poor dog, and you know things like that make me love him more because I'm just like, what did you see? What did you go through? This this dog. Anyways, so that is that, and I don't know what else is going on. You know, things are getting busier. My hand is no better, but who cares about that? But I kind of think that's it. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure things are going on. I'm tired, quite honestly. I haven't been sleeping so. Maybe we should just get to the episode. Let's just get into it. So here we go. We're going to talk about sensitive skin, sensitized skin, because there is a difference. And we're also going to talk about coconut oil and why you should not use it. All right, so let's just get started. Here we go. So let's talk about sensitive skin Today. You know, sensitive skin actually gets brought up a lot in the treatment room because a lot of people think they have sensitive skin. Some people do. Some people might have sensitized skin. So I'm going to talk about the difference. And I've actually even talked about my sensitive skin and uh, how I've had to deal with that. And even though my skin is much healthier than it was when I first became an esthetician, it is still sensitive. I cannot do anything crazy to my skin or really experiment. You know, it's bad for me, but great for friends and clients who, you know, get to try out new stuff for free. My skin is much stronger now because I have learned what I can and cannot use. And also I've just made it stronger by using the right ingredients over Time, and so it's just built up strength and the barrier has gotten stronger. So that's kind of awesome. <laughs> I still get reactions sometimes, but that's just what happens with my skin condition. It's always going to be an issue. It just isn't like it used to be. Like when I, when I wax, I don't have the bumps that I used to have. I don't have the redness. You can't even tell I just waxed my face. You know, I'll do like my brows and stuff. You can't even tell that I just did that. So my skin is healthier in that way. But, you know, I still have to like glycolic. I have to be really careful with that. Like I have these glycolic retinol pads. I can use those, but I have to be very conservative in how I use them. But I can't use a glycolic cleanser because they can be too strong. I can't use an enzyme that has glycolic in it. My skin doesn't like it. I also can't use a lactic acid, which is supposed to be you know, really mild for the skin. My skin doesn't like it. So just things like that, I just have to... And because I've learned ingredients over time, again, I've just learned what my skin can handle and what it can't handle. So that obviously has helped too. And I think in some ways that's made me you know, a better esthetician because I've understood this issue and it's helped my clients. So one of the things I hear most in my treatment room is definitely I have sensitive skin. I never want to dismiss a client because I definitely know what that is like. Even when I was in school, I was dismissed. I remember we tried, I can't remember what, I want to say pumpkin. And pumpkin is a pretty active enzyme. It's even sometimes not even called an enzyme, it can even just be called like a pumpkin peel because that's how strong it is and how active it is. And I will only use it like fall winter because it is that strong and not even all of my clients can handle it. Sometimes even my clients that have stronger skin, sometimes I'll even cut the pumpkin to make it less strong because it's just that active. Anyways, I can't remember if that's what we were doing or just doing a regular facial. I don't know. I can't remember. But somebody, some guest person had come in and I was nervous about getting this done on my skin. And so I said that I had sensitive skin. So I wanted to like opt out. And she, I remember this woman like completely dismissed me, just said that I probably didn't really have sensitive skin. I just, you know, just basically told me I didn't know what I was talking about. And because I was a student, so basically I'm an idiot and I know nothing about my skin. That's kind of just was her general whatever. Well, luckily the class already knew that I had issues. And so they all backed me up. They're like, no, she really does have sensitive skin. So I just have never forgotten that moment, though, because I thought, I don't want anybody to have to feel like that when they come to me. Like if somebody says they have sensitive skin, let's figure it out. Maybe they really do, or maybe they don't. And the good news is, if you don't have it, you don't want it. So I want to help my client figure that out, and I want to tell them. But I'm not going to just assume they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, that's just crazy. They might know what they're talking about, you know? they might have seen another esthetician and already got it figured out. So who am I to dismiss them so quickly? So anyways, that's how I feel about that. I just don't dismiss people until we really figure out what is going on with their skin. And me just looking at somebody or somebody just coming into a room, I don't know their skin yet. So who am I to tell somebody what's wrong with their skin before figuring it out? I mean, I just... You got to be more open-minded than that. Okay, so the trick to treating skin is to go slow. We have to figure out the triggers and figure out what works for the skin. Most of the time, what I have discovered is that people are using the wrong products or too much of the stronger products, therefore creating sensitized skin. So when I say wrong products or too much of the stronger products, I mean, Wrong products could be products that aren't for your skin type or your skin condition, okay? It could also be just products that your skin doesn't like. So maybe you have acne, so you're using acne products, but maybe your specific type of acne, your specific type of skin doesn't like that acne product. Another reason why I always do samples first. I always have my clients try everything first, because we have to make sure that it works before I want people spending, you know, money on a full size of products, because we have to know, you just don't know if people are going to react to something. So that's what I mean by wrong products. So say you have a glycolic cleanser that you're using, and you're like, "Wow, I really love the results. So then you start using it every single night or even every other night. Well, that could be too much. And so that can create sensitivity. Or even when people get a retinol or a retin-A, tretinoin, whatever people are getting, people get really excited because they can see such great results and then people start to overuse it and then their skin starts to get sensitive, but they don't make the connection. And so that is sensitized skin because it has been created. It's not sensitive skin that you just have. It's sensitive skin that has been created by too much of a strong product. So hopefully that makes sense. So those products have weakened the barrier and now the skin isn't strong and feels and reacts to everything. Your skin is smart. If it burns, gets irritated, and or red, that is most likely a product or maybe just an ingredient you should steer clear of. Again, Why I say, let's sample products before we buy full-size products. Let's try them out, see what your skin says. Okay, so most people fall into two categories. Those who create sensitized skin and those who are genetically predisposed. Most are of European descent, Scandinavian, Irish, Scottish. Okay, so we're going to talk about things that will help your skin. So, if you are sensitized or if you have sensitive skin, I'm gonna give you some tips that will help avoid making it more sensitive and help to maybe desensitize the skin or make it less sensitive. Okay. So, never use a bar of soap. And I know that bars of soap have come a long way, and I haven't done Like recent research. So it is possible, and I say that with a lot of hesitation, it is possible that bar soap has changed, but I'd be really hesitant to give it a try. But bar soap, here's the thing the ingredients that hold a bar of soap together will strip the skin, causing dehydration. The more dehydrated your skin, the more sensitive it can get. So you want to look for cleansers that do not have sulfates. So look for that if you're looking at a bar of soap. Or maybe just use a liquid cleanser. I just would stay clear of the bar of soap if you have sensitive skin. And when I say like maybe bars of soap are getting better, I don't mean that Irish Spring is getting better or Dove is getting better. I mean the fancier, more professional bars of soap are getting or possibly getting better. I should maybe do some research and and see, but I personally would just stay away from them because we have so many options, why take a chance? Keeping your skincare products cold can feel really great for those with sensitive skin and sometimes take the redness away or at least minimize it. The coldness helps constrict the capillaries and that eases the irritation and redness. Use products that will calm the skin. You know I love my grapeseed oil. And another product that I use and retail is called Skin Recovery Serum. I don't use that serum every day. I've been using it lately because I have been feeling a lot more dry just because it's been so hot lately. So I've been using it every day. It feels really nice on the skin and can soothe sensitive and even dry skin. I love that skin recovery serum for my rosacea clients. I mean, it really, really calms the skin. Another thing, avoid any harsh treatments. But this can be tailored to each individual. Your sensitive skin may be able to handle a certain chemical peel while some other person may not be able to. This is why I always say that it's important to talk to a professional. So like I said at the beginning, lactic acid is a pretty calm, gentle acid, but I can't use it. So that just tells you that even though it's gentle, and I would probably be safe to use it on most clients, I can't use it. So you just never know. And you you want to be careful. And you don't always want to experiment with your skin. I mean, it's your skin, your face. You only get one face. When trying new products, doing a patch test is the best way to go. Try it out on your neck or one cheek and see what happens. And I, I really recommend this on like the stronger products, or if you're just going out on your own and you haven't talked to a professional, then that's a, a good way to like, maybe kind of try it out without taking a chance on, you know, your whole face. Doing it on your hand, your arm, it's just, it's not the same. So you want to do it somewhere on your face or your neck. Avoid fragrances and perfumes in your skincare products. These are often the big causes of reactions to the skin, like perfumes, you know, essential oils. You really want to be careful. Stay away from those. If you haven't listened to my episode on essential oils, I would definitely go back Was it last week or the week before that I did essential oils. That's a good listen because that will definitely help you because those can make your skin more sensitive for sure. Okay, exfoliation is important, but how often and what you use is even more important. Talk to a professional. This is when do-it-yourself stuff can really harm the skin. Using stuff like baking soda can mess with the pH of your skin and do more harm than good, even though it feels gentle. Dry skin, in my experience, is the most common reason you may be more sensitive. So I talked about this in regards to bar soap, but this happens to people a lot, you know, like in the wintertime. Dry skin causes really small, superficial cracks in the skin. Those need to be repaired with hydration. While drinking water is great for the body, your skin is the last to get it. This means that you have to fix this with topical products. Again, grapeseed oil is perfect And so is the skin recovery serum I mentioned earlier. So there is another type of skin that is sensitive to heat. So if you wanted, you could say there's three types of sensitive skin, but whatever. This one is like a little bit different though. Okay, so those with rosacea usually struggle with this kind of sensitivity. The skin is triggered by heat because heat causes an increase in blood flow to capillaries. When the capillaries dilate, that will make them more visible, making the skin red. Once the skin cools down, the capillaries constrict and the redness fades. The issue with this happening continuously though, is that the capillaries will eventually become permanently enlarged and remain visible on the surface. Now, this can happen without having rosacea. It could also happen if you do have rosacea, okay? The same products and tips will help soothe this type of sensitive skin as I discussed before. grapeseed oil, skin recovery serum, and cooler cold products. Of course, you also want to avoid saunas, hot showers, spicy foods, hot yoga, or any kind of intense exercise. You just want to pay attention to your triggers. I always ask people when they have this issue or if they have rosacea, I have I always ask, have you figured out your triggers? Do you pay attention to when your face gets red? And some people do pay attention, some people don't. Some people, that will make them want to start paying attention because if you work out and that's the only time that it happens... Then it's not that you have to stop working out. I mean, listen, I'd use that as a good excuse, but you just maybe need to do something less intense, or maybe instead of running outside, you run indoors, you know? So there's different things that you want to avoid, you know? Because obviously, heat, whether it's internal or external, is causing that redness in the cheeks. So you just want to be aware and more careful. Okay. So that's it with sensitive skin. Okay. So while it can be a problem for some, there's definitely ways to work around it. And like I said, I have it and I have found ways to deal with it. My skin is the healthiest it's ever been. And looking at me, you wouldn't know that I have sensitive skin. So you just have to figure out what works for you. And that's why I say, talk to a professional you know, sign up for my skincare coaching. I can help you. I can help you find the right products for your skin. And that's what you want to do. You can make your skin more sensitive by trying products after products after products. You know, you want to get on a good routine and kind of stay on that routine. Okay, let's talk about coconut oil. So, I mean, kind of tired of talking about coconut oil, honestly. But you know, it's one of those things where I feel like it dips in and out, like ebbs and flows. And you hear about it, then you don't hear about it. Over the summer, I kept hearing about using coconut oil to help make your own sunscreen. And I'm like, what are we doing here? First of all, don't make your own sunscreen. Second of all, certainly don't use coconut oil. I mean, are you trying to like give yourself acne and burn your skin? I mean, it's just a double whammy. It's insane. So anyways, I want to address it again because I do think it's really, really important to talk about why this is not good for the face. I did talk about coconut oil recently and shaving your legs. I posted about that on my Instagram. That's a different story. Those are your legs. You're shaving with it. That's different. Your face, you, don't, you just don't want coconut oil on your face. Okay, it is a poor clogging oil. I'm going to say that again. It is a pore-clogging oil. This means that if you are acne-prone, it can cause you to break out more. If you are not acne-prone, it can suffocate your pores and cause your skin to look dull. If you are not acne-prone, it can suffocate your pores and cause your skin to look dull. I think that is really important. Because I constantly hear when I talk about coconut oil, well, I don't have any issues with it. It doesn't hurt my skin. It doesn't cause me to break out. Well, there you go. It can suffocate your pores and cause your skin to look dull. And a lot of people don't realize damage is happening until it's too late or until there's so much damage that Now, now you got to spend twice as much money to reverse the damage. And I just think, I don't know, let's not cause the damage in the first place if we can avoid it. Using a concentrated form of oil, such as coconut oil, will cause it to seep into the eyes, potentially causing puffiness and temporary cloudy vision. Puffiness is important to remember for those of you that deal with puffy eyes. I want to mention that this can happen with other oils too, like olive oil and baby oil. I really hear about people using baby oil a lot to take off their eye makeup. I understand that it works. I understand that it seems gentle and all those things. But just over time, we just have products that are formulated for the eye area. So I always think, why not use those? And while I'm on the topic of oil, I want to also mention again to avoid cleansing oils. I know this is controversial. Trust me, I know. There's a lot of estheticians, there are a lot of professionals out there who think that cleansing oils are fine and that that is absolutely fine. I'm not here to argue. This is how I feel about them. Okay. I don't like them. That's how I feel about them. So while I'm sure these feel great on those with dry skin, they unfortunately leave behind a residue and barrier on the skin. And these prevent your serums from getting deep within the skin where they need to go to benefit you the most. So even if you don't think or feel that it's leaving behind a residue, it is. Using a water-soluble cleanser is important so that it washes away completely and you are left with a clean slate. Serums can do wonders for the skin, but it won't be able to if they are blocked by a barrier of oil. So that's how I feel about them. I know people are for cleansing oils and that is fine and I'm not here, again, I'm not here to argue or fight about that. That's just how I feel about cleansing oils and it's cleansing bombs, same Same idea. So that's how I feel about those. So moral of the story, stay away from coconut oil, please. And stay away from oils in the eye area. It's just best, you know, you have those makeup remover cloths too. Those are reusable. You know, you just wash them, whatever, and you don't even need any product. You can just use them to remove the eye makeup. And then they have eye makeup remover. So those are formulated for the eyes. I have an eye makeup remover on my website that you can get. You know, I I feel like sometimes we're solving problems to problems that aren't there. And I, I feel like that's what baby oil on the eye area is kind of doing. We're solving a problem that we didn't need a solution for. So there's a reason why things, and I know it always seems like, oh, it's just another way to make money, whatever. And yeah, there's absolutely that too. But sometimes, and most of the time, things are there for a reason. There's a reason why eye makeup removers are there, and it's because you need something that's formulated for the eye area specifically. You have to remember the eyes are about seven times thinner than the rest of the face. They also age faster than the rest of the face. So you wanna be gentle and you don't wanna use anything that might cause problems down the road. So I would just stick to an eye makeup remover and keep it real simple. All right, guys, that's it. Sensitive skin and coconut oil. There you go. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at PureSkinOC. OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you wanna have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.